Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Today we're welcoming singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist and queen of double neck guitar, Bella Molden onto the show. So Bella's Instagram loop videos have caught the attention of Juliette Lewis and Sharon Osbourne so far. Um, so we're so excited to welcome her onto the podcast today. Welcome Bella, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing well, how are you? Really good, thank you. So nice to talk to you again. Uh, it's been a few months, I think. Well, quite a few months since whenever I last spoke to you, but um, I've seen as well, so congrats. I saw um your song self-care it just went viral on tiktok so that's been out a while hasn't it so how did that happen what's been going on with that um i don't know i just used um tiktok sounds i uploaded it from there and then all of a sudden a month in it just started racking up a bunch of videos it was really weird i was like are these stats accurate? So I would keep refreshing the page, refreshing the page. And yeah, they reached, the song reached over like 80,000 videos. And I was like, what the hell? This is crazy. That is amazing. Um, yeah. Um, it's definitely my favorite song that I made. So it made me really happy to see that other people liked it as well. Yeah, and better late than never, like you said, it's been out a while, obviously you've just uploaded it on there. So what kind of videos have people been doing or making um, using the song? They've just, there's a lot of self-care videos, like actual self-care, like, oh, skincare routines, like meditation videos, stuff like that. And I love it. I absolutely love it. That's what I was hoping. Like, that was like um, my hope when I uploaded it to TikTok was, hey, maybe people will like share the routines and do meditation, like stuff, show like what makes them happy. Because um, that's the whole premise of the song is um, doing things that you want to do, taking care of yourself and having self-love and obviously some self-care. <laughs> so um, it definitely is super awesome to see. Okay, that's great. And um, when did you write this song then? I want to say almost, almost a year ago, I want to say, I, I'm trying to think hmm, about eight months, eight months ago. That's not almost a year, is it? Yeah, that's almost a year. Well, round it up, round it up, let's say. Yeah, 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 eight months ago. And then I released it, I believe, like seven months ago. Okay. I think. Or has it been a whole year? I don't even know. I mean, time I does lose all meaning that, after a while, to be fair. It has been a pandemic. Yeah, what is time? Time <laughs> time doesn't exist. It's a concept. Um, it's just a concept. <laughs> so um, what, do you remember where you were when you wrote it or what was, where you got inspired oh, yes. or how, how this came about? Um, I was in uh, my room. <laughs> okay, go figure. I, I was in my room as usual, um, I just out of nowhere came up with this weird um, thing on the guitar, like the do 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 do. I was like, "Oh, this sounds cool!" And so then I just put it in GarageBand, which is what I used at the time. And then from there, the just lyrics sort of happened. I I wish my writing process was more exciting than that, but it's <laughs> it's not. <laughs> It just things just come to me out of nowhere. Like it doesn't have to be my bedroom. I could just be sitting somewhere. I could be in a lecture. I could be um, <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Like this kind of this would be a good song. And then I just put it together in my bedroom. 
I wish it was more spontaneous than that, but (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Everyone's got their methods. Yeah. Mine is not a method. It's like my method is no method. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever works for you. It kind of sounds like you, I don't know, made it up on the spot almost and it's all wrote itself. That's exactly how my writing process goes. (laughs) I make music. I don't think it. I don't think it through. I'm like, oh, what about this? What about this? I'm like, nope, this is how it's going to go. And this is how it's going to play out. I just make it up as I go. Okay. It's kind of, I feel like it's not a good way to do it. But hey, it happens. It happens. It went viral on TikTok. It did. (laughs) It did go viral. Eight months later, here we go. Made up a song in your bedroom. So the self-care thing, that wasn't something that was on your mind then at the time. It's just something that sort of, I don't know. Well, self-care has always been on my mind, I suppose, because of um, uh, the majority of this time I've been just stuck in the house because of COVID. And I've just been doing online college and just working from home. So it's sort of just been me just trying to cope with everything and I've did I've done a lot of reflection within this time and um I was thinking like oh what are good ways for me to like you know take care of myself because I was starting to lose myself over like the time over the two two year span and yeah it just happened because it was just it wasn't on my mind at the time I, I think I got home from the grocery store and then I just went in my bedroom and made music. It wasn't like, oh, I feel awful today. I'm going to make this song. It was just kind of like, I feel awful every day. Oh, what a coincidence. I'm making a song today. So, Okay. Well, I think a lot of us felt like that in the pandemic. So um, thank you for making a song about it for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But um, I feel like a, the pandemic made it uh, was a good excuse for why I feel awful all the time. So well, I'm not gonna lie. Well, yeah, I mean, a global pandemic does tend to have that effect. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded wrong. Hold on, <laughs> that's not what I meant. I know that's you. Not how I meant to say. <laughs> that's all good, but I know things have been getting better for on. It's it's really good because. Um, I don't know what it's like in the US, but there's been live gigs happening in the UK for a while. So hopefully that's been happening for you. And I know you've done some stuff. So I saw you did the pre-Grammy brunch at the Hard Rocks. That was a performance. So that's cool. What was that like? Um, The pre-Grammy brunch was just a meet and greet for Gibson guitars. Like just like a thing that they did. But the night before was the the pre-Grammy event with live one i believe okay yeah. and that's where i performed and it was really fun i that was the first time i performed on a stage like that like a big stage or just performed in general in like three years actually so it was just really weird for me <laughs> well, yeah i'll bet especially after that time of like everyone else being in your bedroom essentially um, right like i don't i've never even like seen a person in like three years but hey let me just throw you on the stage and perform in front of a whole bunch of people at the hard rock cafe no worries yeah no pressure <laughs> and how did it go it went really well i wish i had a re- i wish it was uh uploaded but it wasn't due to copyright because i did um covers um I didn't want to do any of my originals at the time because they weren't, you know, copyright in at the time, but they are now, which is good. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. So it wasn't, um, you know, live streamed or anything like that then. Doesn't sound like it. 
Yeah, no, they did. Uh, it was live. It was like live streamed, but like the day after, like they have it recorded, but they make it seem like it's a live stream so they can edit and mix it and everything like that. Okay, um, that makes sense. I think that's usually how they. I think that's how they usually do their stuff. But yeah, it was about. It was available the next day. Well, for everyone else, but my interview is up there too. I was just as socially awkward as I am now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we love you, Bella. But what um was wasn't that a live interview? I think I remember seeing that. Pardon? Was that actually a live interview, or did they just make it seem that way? Um, the interview was. They make it seem that way. Okay. They don't like as the time it's recording, they go back and then they edit it the way they want. Um, but I still look like a complete idiot regardless. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. I thought it was live and I thought how, how nerve wracking that must have been. They said it was going to be so like maybe just to scare me. <laughs> maybe so you didn't swear or anything. Not that they thought you were going to, but just in case you yeah. were going to slip <laughs> one out. Oh, you're from New York? Yeah. Um, this is going to be live. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, yeah, let's talk a bit more about your music, obviously, and get to know you. So anyone that's seen your Instagram, for and so for any of our listeners listening to this, you should check out Bella's um, Instagram or TikToks. It's Bella Molden. Um, and you will not only see the most fabulous 70s-inspired wardrobe, of course, but um, your double-neck <laughs> guitar, which is just um, amazing. Um, I've not really seen many of these, or, you know, it's not something I see a lot on TV or on live performances or anything. So um, it's not an instrument you see every day. So let's um, let's talk Guitar Heroes at first before we get to this incredible guitar of yours. So who are yours? My Guitar Heroes, Prince, Jimi Hendrix, and her. Oh, her is so fantastic, isn't she? I love her so much. If I met her, I would probably like pass out. I say that about everyone that I love, like Adele. Like <laughs> Adele, I would yeah. Simply stop existing. <laughs> I think she'd find that funny. Adele's funny. Oh my god, I feel like we would have a good laugh. I'm sure we would. I don't know why I'm there in this scenario. What am I saying we for? I don't, I'm not even in America. <laughs> we would all be there. It's okay. We're all going to be there. We're all, all going to be there with Adele and her. It's going to be us. It's going to be great. Okay, great. We're going to go to this nice little deli and we're just going to sit down and talk about stupid shit. It's going to be fun. Okay, cool. Adele's paying though. <laughs> <Deal>. <laughs> she's definitely paying. Yeah, she's definitely paying. Um, what about, um, so Prince then, Jimi Hendrix, of course, um, absolute legend. So do you remember the first time you might have seen them on TV or something and thought, oh my God, I want to do that? That is so funny you said it like that because I did say something like that before, I think. Someone asked me the same question. That's exactly how I kind of phrased it. I seen Prince on MTV when I was a kid. I don't know, maybe I was like six or five. And I see them just shredding on the guitar and like hitting the synthesizer and like doing beats and like simultaneously playing. And I was like, holy, holy crap, dude. I want to do that. <laughs> Um, he was the first major musician that I was introduced to that like really inspired me. Okay. So did you, when did you pick up a guitar yourself then? And are you self-taught or did you have a a teacher? (laughs) I was sorry. I just think that's uh, 15. That was like six years ago or now six years ago, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And was it quite natural for you? Um, Some people, you know, struggle or some people just really take to it, don't they? Well, because I play, I played, uh, before I picked up guitar, I played piano for, since I was nine years old. So it was 
really, it was simple for me, really. It took a while because like my fingers weren't used to, to the strings, obviously, but I got, I learned quick. I, it was definitely, and it's still my favorite instrument. And I haven't known it that as long as I've known how to play piano. Mm. So the the double neck guitar. So how on earth did you get your hands on one of these? Where did you see one? Oh, I love telling this story. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I, during quarantine, I was chaotic. I was experimenting with all sorts of ways of making music and everything. This was before I started like, creating like my profile and making it what it is today before I started even using TikTok. I was just, I've just been on TikTok for like a, only a year now, which is crazy. Um, but before that, I would just experiment. So during during quarantine, I would put my bass guitar and my electric guitar just stacked up on top of me, like messing up. Like it would hurt really bad. <laughs> But I couldn't figure out a way to loop it fast enough because I was just so frustrated with I want to loop the bass really quick and then I hurry up and want to alternate between the guitar really quick. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be like fast and I wanted it to, (laughs) I guess, get on beat when I play. And it was really frustrating because I couldn't pick up my bass fast enough or I couldn't pick up my electric guitar fast enough to loop it. Um. Because what I was trying to do was make videos that were, you know, short enough to, like, catch people's attention. Because mm. if they're too long, no one's going to, like, want to watch it. So I was like, okay, so I have to loop it within the next measure or no one's going to wa- continue watching it. So I was like, how am I going to do this? This is so hard. And I would take so I would take thousands of takes. My back would be killing me. And I'd just be crying. Yes, I would cry. <laughs> and I was like, That's understandable. Sounds manic. <laughs> It was like my back was just always so messed up because of it. Like, no bueno. Don't, if anyone's listening, do not do that. Do not stack your instruments on top of each other. It is painful. It's not <laughs> worth it. Um, so I looked online. I was like, is there a double neck guitar that exists that has bass and six string? Like, does that exist? And lo and behold, Eastwood Guitars had one. Now they're the only place that had, has one that I that was like in my in my price range. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, there was this one that was very very old. I forgot what brand it was, but it was like four thousand dollars on Reverb. But I'm like, ha, okay. <laughs> That's how much my textbooks cost for this month, but okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I found it. I sent I sent it to my parents. It's like, guys, look what I found. This is so cool. And they're like, Bella, you need to get this. What the hell? So I started uh, saving up money at the time I worked in. Um, at the time I did start working, I started going back on working instead of online working um, at, at a retail place. Mm-hmm. And since we moved to North Carolina, but I was only getting paid like $8 an hour, but I was so determined to get this double neck guitar. I was like, I have to get this. I have to get this. So I have to like push through this. I'm not making Jack, but I mean like whatever. Um, but I didn't end up making enough money to get it. And my parents got it for like for my, as a Christmas present to me mm. um, that year. Anyways, and I cried because I was just so happy. 
because I wasn't like, oh my God, but I was like, finally, I don't have to lift these guitars on my back anymore. <laughs> and try and switch them over. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I, I love they got that for you. I know. They're my number one. They're like my number one supporters. I love them so much. If it wasn't for them, I would be doomed. <laughs> doomed. <laughs> I'd be working at retail, stacking guitars on my back every day. <laughs> <laughs> what about, um, how did you learn how to play it then? Well, I already know how, I already knowed. <laughs> knowed, that should be a word. You knowed how to play the guitar. Knowed. <laughs> I knowed how to play. I uh, knew how to play bass and electric before. So it was kind of just me figuring out how to maneuver myself like how do I alternate between the two um the guitar is still pretty heavy for me it's like 30 pounds <laughs> but it's much lighter than doing what I did before so it's not too bad I just had to get used to the weight and I just had to get used to alternating between the two but everything other than that it's been smooth sailing because I already know how to play bass and I already know how to play electric guitar so okay so it's just adapting to them literally being in one yeah, in just front like, of you yeah just adapting to the way it's uh the way it is I guess <laughs> yeah I saw someone once so I know you like Led Zeppelin I think you said to me it was the first um record you bought or something the last time I spoke to you but did you know I saw that Jimmy, Jimmy Page's Page. guitar his double neck he used to perform I don't know if this is true or not I remember reading this somewhere his so it was it's only where he could play it live Stairway to Heaven mm-hmm that is cool. He used the uh, 6 and uh, 12, 12 string. Okay. Well, he's a bit of a legend. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's also one of the guitarists that are really up there for me that inspire me a lot. I thought as much, yeah. Um, sort of goes with your... You like a big range of music, though, don't you? You don't just love classic rock. Um, you definitely like Adele. I know that. I love um, Adele. Gwen Stefani. Yes. I mean, we, love, we love the No Doubt era. <laughs> oh, Tragic Kingdom, what an album. I love uh so I good. have a huge love of nineties, nineties punk rock, two thousands punk rock, um, modern day punk rock. I'm obsessed with this new band called Emil and the Sniffers. I think they're from the UK. Okay. Um a lot of my modern day artists that I really like are I think from England, yeah. Um which is cool. I like Harry Styles. Yeah. He's really, <laughs> really like good, actually. Who would have known, looking back at the One Direction stuff, that he would have gone on to go in the direction he has and be credible, yeah. only because it's difficult for people coming out of the X Factor to do that. Yeah, anyone coming out of those, like, that's why I don't like when people ask me, like, oh, are you going to ever go on these shows? No, I'm not, because they take your they take your rights away. And like every everyone, even when you win, you don't even. There's like a high chance that you won't do anything after that. So um, it was really great that he went from the X Factor One Direction, made it, but mm. then did his own thing, and like he made it big alone. And I think that's really cool. He, I I love I love Harry Styles. Is um, his style? He's a great performer all around. I really think he's probably one of the best performers like this might be problematic one of the best <laughs> one of the best performers i've seen in this modern era i guess okay i'm telling beyonce she's gonna hear about this 
<laughs> don't tell me I'd say please. <laughs> no, you're right. He is really phenomenal. He is. You're right. And he's done amazingly well to craft this career. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have thought to ask you about if you would appear on something like American Idol. Is that even still on? I mean, um, yeah, yeah. That, all that stuff. It was just trending on TikTok the other day. Like they're like doing like auditions on TikTok or something. I'm just like, no, don't do this. Like, I believe that uh, Howard Stern said something about those shows as well recently, how, like, if you do those shows, the chances of you actually making it is, like, minimal after that. Mm-hmm. Like, your career is practically over. I well, mean, yeah. that's why I, I, to all the artists out there that, like, are super talented and stuff and you don't have an outlet, please, whatever you do, don't do those shows. <laughs> well that's they exactly kind of mold you, you don't they into what they want yeah and then they like you make a let's say you make a song for them too that's their song it's their song you mm. can't do anything about it it's theirs yeah. <laughs> absolutely there's loads from nothing. the x factor that have won um over the years i don't think it's on anymore in the uk i don't think it's um but yeah a lot of them are it's a bit horrible to say they'd be in the where are, where are they now kind of category um but some that didn't do as well in it have actually gone on to be really big so yeah um, yeah that too that too um different oh, different sides of it I guess but um let, well, let's talk less about Harry Styles and the X Factor more about <laughs> your music so I know you've been, you've been releasing since no no no, it's all good it's all good um you've releasing since oh not too long 2020 um and Season of the Witch, I know you've done um, a performance of that for us um, using your new JBL 3 series monitors, so more on that later. But I love the story about the inspiration about this song. It, you know, what, what could it be? What could it be about? Or is it just inspired by the 1993 classic film, or at least to me and my sister is, um, Hocus Pocus? I mean, yep. who wouldn't be inspired <laughs> by that, right? Right, right. Bette Midler is an icon. She um, absolutely that- is. <laughs> amazing that <laughs> honestly like i they asked me that in my previous interview like what inspires you how you how did you come up with it i watched hocus pocus during halloween and i sat on my floor making music till one in the morning just based on watching bet midler sing <laughs> i mean she is um, quite an inspirational woman to be fair she is she's such a baddie <laughs> <laughs> so again with the lyrics is this the same kind of thing as self-care did you kind of just come out you know as you were making it did it sort of write itself yeah I just came out the cut and and like (laughs) um uh it just happened just like self-care it just happened Mm. and then I had to write down the lyrics after I put it all together it wasn't like I wrote down the lyrics first (laughs) memorize them yeah I just memorize them or I just listen to the recording like what did I just say I'm like oh okay and then I write it down so I remember in the future okay nice is it still one of your favorite ones of yours that you've written yes it's honestly my second my second favorite I mean it's a close call between um self-care and season of the witch I feel like I I favor season of the witch more regarding production because I definitely added more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, self-care was just bass, drums, and guitar, but Season of the Witch had like three different synths, three different drums, three different basses. It was just a whole bunch of stuff that I added to it um, on, on a limb. <laughs> and yeah. it came out cool. So do you record, it sounds like it, everything at home, you do it all yourself? Yep. 
<laughs> okay, and you're self-taught on that then, I guess, too? Yes, so I am a novice producer, but I am self-taught on that <laughs> okay well people there's a lot more artists now doing this um I don't know if he's big in the US but we've got Alfie Templeman over here well there's tons of people obviously Phineas and Billie Eilish and there's so much you can do from working from home now um I think it's really inspirational for artists to be able to see you don't have to be you know rent yourself a really expensive studio and you can kind of do a lot of it from home now so um right what how has your sort of production journey been? Has it been quite a steep learning curve? Are you getting better? I'm definitely getting better. I recently purchased um, Logic, so I've kind of switched over. I haven't released any music using it yet, so everything that I have released thus far is on GarageBand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but it's definitely been a bit of a learning curve for sure. Just trial and error. That's all it is. Trial and error, trial and error. And, um, it's been fun, but it can definitely be frustrating. Well, you've got to start um, somewhere though. Garage band is well, a great place to start. Exactly. Garage band's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. I realize I said um, garage, but I I'm, got really mixed in my, um, you know, accent garage. there. I think, I think you'd say <laughs> garage band, but I don't really hear English people say that, so it sounds wrong. <laughs> did I, wait, wait, what did I say? You said garage band, <laughs> but that's, oh, that's yeah. with your accent, so that makes sense. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the American way. That's the American garage. way. You're right, you're right. Um, but I did see you I were in a, a, in a professional studio recently, weren't you, for the first time, so... Um, yeah, is that? Are you, um, do you have some news? Are you working on something? Yeah, I'm working on something. I uh, wrote a song out there, and then I started uh, producing it out there too. Um, and in a real studio, <laughs> I think it uh, call it's called Douglas Recording in Brooklyn. And um, I guess it's like a Grammy accredited studio. And um, the manager I've been working with just sort of was like, "Hey." I got you some like time here, like a couple hours. Let's work on something, see what you can do. And well, I wrote a song and yeah. <laughs> okay. And when might, might we be hearing this song or is it still unknown at the moment? It is still unknown. Okay. That's I'm okay. still putting a lot more together. And he's, uh, the plan is um, he's going to, once they like get a mix engineer and mix it for me, because that's like my weakness they'll send it back over and I get to play around with it a little bit more so I can still be at home and like produce it. Um, It was fun though, being in there. Like they had so many instruments. I had, I just had to just (laughs) go, go around and play something from like each one. It was so cool in there. Well, yeah, I can only imagine after being kind of, as you said, hunched over in your room over your Mac um, for years (laughs) to be in there with all of that pro grade equipment all of the instruments um must be like I don't know like a kid in a candy store or something exact that's exactly the feeling I was like oh what's this oh what's this and like it we just started adding layers and layers of stuff um to the song and it came out really cool and hopefully you guys will hear it soon <laughs> okay. I can't wait to hear it so um as I said earlier, you recently acquired so you've got JBL three series monitors. I know you've got a set of AKG K240 headphones and an AKG mic, which is really cool, which I know you've been using. So um first of all, let's start with um can you talk me through the the video you made for us of your performance of Season of the Witch with the 
um, new JBL monitors? Um, what, you know, what were you literally connecting up to them? How did you use it? I, so it goes from my digital audio workspace, um, Logic, to my interface. And then the interface goes to the monitors. Okay, cool. And so the monitors, uh, the, the interface has my instruments and like whatever I want attached to it. And then they go right to the monitors as well as the digital audio workspace on my laptop. Okay, cool. Um, I know they're like ready to go right out of the box. So were they easy to set up? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Took them out the box, plugged them in and I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> well, that's what you want, isn't it? Is Don't want to read the instructions. Right. that's too too much work I don't got time for reading instructions I got work to do (laughs) (laughs) so um did you have any monitors before this or are these your first these are my first monitors ever and they're amazing so I have nothing to compare them to but I absolutely love them (laughs) so yeah well that's fair enough if you didn't have any before but um how how has it been different in terms of the sound I mean I'm guessing quite a lot going from none to some really good ones (laughs) a lot better better than um using my MacBook speakers to hear what I'm doing wrong (laughs) or what I'm missing um the monitors really help with that and especially because they're made to be also in the bedroom too it makes it really easier to work with the sound make the sound is much better than um using let's say if I hook it up to like one of my amplifiers which I used to do before I started just using headphones which could be damaging to your ears um it just didn't sound right but then here you have monitors that can adapt to your bedroom or whatever environment you're working in Mm, that is really crucial I can only imagine the difference it's made for you so when you said you know literally you didn't have any before um what were you hearing once you plugged them in and started using them with your music that you were missing before bass I mean it doesn't have a sub or anything like that for you to adjust anything but you hear a lot more bass and I feel like that's super important for me like the actual bass guitar that's super important um when I play my music because the bass is like the biggest part um, you could also I could also hear like when I record the vocals and stuff like the how high it sounds or like how um, staticky it could come out or like you know the background noise and stuff if I need to enjoy just the noise gate or anything like that I could hear all of those things through the monitor in which I did not hear I could never hear them through the headphones I used previously or using the amplifier or the Mac speakers. So it made that made life so much easier. It helped me gather all like, you know, the intricate pieces in the tracks that I missed before. Okay, that's cool. That's really good to hear. Um, And I can't remember who are you living with at the moment? I'm wondering if they had any comments on you going from, uh, you know, (laughs) just laptop speakers to, oh, I've got this, you know, professional studio monitors now and you're going to hear them. (laughs) Oh my God, my parents, of course. My parents and um, my sister temporarily. Um, so she's enjoying it. She's like, oh, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> no um, noise complaints then from the family. Oh, no noise. There's always noise complaints. <laughs> I'll be, I'll just, I try to make sure to do everything uh, early in the morning when they're not here. Um, mm. Even though I usually like to do stuff at night, which has been a struggle, but they do get annoyed. Wow. They do get annoyed. I'll be up when they have to like go to work or something and I'll just be like playing and like the monitors are so loud 
that you could hear through the entire house and they're like shut up (laughs) you're just giving them a test you got to make sure that they're working properly guys i'm just trying to test the hf trim relax bro (laughs) (laughs) and how have you found some of those settings then um pardon how have you found some of the settings on it um that you've got used to using if you have had a chance to play around with them much yet Oh man, the um so the it has the HF trim as well as the equalizer, they their switches, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> They're easy to use because it's not like it's not a um knob where you could just slowly adjust in like which way you want to go. Um it's just they just have three switches for each and kind of just kind of helps me put into place like where I want the sound to be. And I, I don't know, some t- sometimes I'll just switch them randomly just because I, I just like switches. I think I'm obsessed with switches. Um. <laughs> well, I guess you've got to play around with them, haven't you? And see, see what they do, what, how it affects the sound. Yeah, I don't know anything technical about it yet. I'll have, I'm going to, I'm trying to learn more about it, but I just kind of see, I just kind of switch it, listen to how it sounds for the monitor. Does it sound good in my room? It doesn't. Okay change it it's kind of been a trial and error thing just like how it is for when I produce (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) everything's trial and error I suppose at first and have you been using them for you know playing back your music but also for you know literally performing with a guitar have you been using it for both both I've been using them for both okay cool um is there anything that I don't know like surprised you or you know that um that you heard out of when you plugged them in and started using them how clear the sound was I didn't expect them to be clear like like I expected them to be clear but I haven't heard my music that like that clear (laughs) I don't know how to explain it but I haven't heard my music that clear before Mm. and that was a good thing I hope yeah that was a good thing (laughs) it made me realize like damn maybe I should go back and fix this a little better No, that's but, good. You need to be able to know, well, what you're hearing literally is a true representation, don't you? You would have missed so much stuff before on your laptop speakers. Exactly. So in that sense, it is very beneficial to have them. So have you had any of the new stuff you've been working on sent back to you yet or is it too soon? I wondered if you'd listen to um, the new stuff you did in the professional studio on these JBLs at home. I'm looking forward to it. It's a bit too soon right now. I should be receiving that not too long from now um but I can't wait I can't wait to listen to it okay see how they they mix it because that's the only thing uh that needs to be done because I produced it and wrote it on my own so it's just a matter of like the engineer doing what what he does best so I'm sure it'll sound good though because he's a professional oh yeah of course and what about how did you find the mic and the um the k240 headphones that you tried out from akg I love the headphones. I love the headphones. I um, previously I would use to li- try to listen, you know, to, as I was playing with my. Uh, I, I would use my video game headphones. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> the ones approach. I used for. Yeah, I I didn't have any other headphones to use, so I was like, ah, these headphones work great um, when I play video games. So perhaps it'll work um, when I have to listen and play back my music. Um, 
but it's it's much different it's much better it's clear it's much more clear you could listen you could hear everything you need to hear it's kind of like the monitors but obviously for your ears (laughs) so oh yes but I don't like using headphones too much because one they uh mess up my hair and two they're not good to have on all the time so it's good that I have the headphones sometimes like if I'm being too loud I'll put the headphones on so like my family doesn't have to be annoyed and um what was I talking about (laughs) um not messing up your hair and for anyone Bella has absolutely fabulous hair so I can see how that would mess it up to be fair but um no you were just saying obviously comparing to the gaming headphones um the AKGs sound a lot clearer I'm guessing so no that's good but good that you've got the monitors too so you can switch between um the both of them yeah so messing up my hair and um being too loud yeah family (laughs) the mottos of life Mm -hmm. (laughs) the two things you don't want to do (laughs) what about the what about the microphone how did you find that the microphone was fantastic I, I loved using it um, for my uh, performance of Season of the Witch. It came out great. Um, the sound is really clear. It's really crisp. It's really good. It, it sounds like you've got a really great um, setup there with the monitors, the mic headphones. You're all set. So um, I'm excited to see, you know, what you come out with next and the new track and everything. I'm excited too. I can't wait to share it with you guys. Okay, awesome. What else have you got on this year music-wise that you're allowed to share or are you going to keep it close to your chest for now? I know you might think about making an album someday. Maybe it's too soon, but um, have you got any plans? Um, Just working with, right now I'm talking to, you know, a few labels and I'm working on releasing another single and I'll be ta- I'll be working with other magazine companies and possibly I'll be performing locally sometime soon but Fantastic. oh yeah I'll be I'll be in LA in uh, I think June for some stuff too but I can't say what but okay i'm intrigued i'm intrigued okay yeah you keep it a secret we'll find out won't we we'll see it on um your instagram probably so stay tuned everyone um okay then bella thank you i think that is a fabulous note to end on with your secretive la plans for june which isn't that far away so that's cool um yeah so we'll see what you're up to then and thank you so much for talking to us today on the podcast thank you for having me you're always welcome i can't wait to see what you do next I can't wait too because I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Bella. All right, thank you. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.